Welcome to Walking the Wizard's Path, an exploration of the Western occult tradition via meditation. I'm your host, Brad Sung. Episode 12, Venus Retrograde. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to announce that we are on Patreon. So if you want to support us, please find us there and sign up. For the initial launch, I'll be putting up three bonus episodes with additional bonus episodes every month. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Wizard's Path. And as always, thank you for your support. In Western astrology, when a planet goes retrograde, it means it appears to move backwards in the sky. You may have heard of the term Mercury retrograde. In that period, Mercury, associated with communication, learning, and reason, gets screwed. Some examples include trains and buses going off schedule, appointments getting mixed up, and your devices dying. Venus, as you may have guessed, is associated with love, beauty, and pleasure. There are three points I want you to keep in mind as you listen. One, that this happened nearly 20 years ago. Two, freelance situations are often tense, unstable, and precarious situations. Three, I do not consider myself a sex magnet. Let us proceed. In the 2000s, I was freelancing doing layout at a publishing house. A small army of freelancers were hired to make a deadline. Looking back, it was a very chaotic time, not just work-wise, but magically as well. One of the more bewildering experiences I had from that period involved Venus. It started with a fellow I worked with. He was Latino, kind of buttoned down, not someone I interacted with a great deal. I handed a job over to him, and I noticed he was responding apprehensively. He was responding as if everything I was saying was a sexual innuendo. I'm not entirely sure how organizing files to be sent to the printer could be thought of as sexy in any way. He took the photo and he split. I sat down with another coworker a proofreader to finish another project. She said to me, smiling, you know, my ex is Korean. I am literally saying to myself, why is she telling me her ex is Korean? Because I was really slow about these things. At the end of the day, after everyone had left, my computer started acting up, and I asked my manager for help. I told him he needed to see something on my machine. Pictures of you naked? I did not know what the hell was going on. It was as if there was a Venus button that got stuck in the permanent on mode. It affected everyone I was interacting with. Unfortunately, all the people were folks I did not want to sleep with. Thankfully, the Venus button became unstuck. I was no longer an object of desire and longing at my workplace. Since then, I wondered if a technique could be derived from that experience, or if it was a collision of factors I had no control over. Was it where I was on my magical path, the underlying tension of that work situation, Something about the location itself and its history, or the highly potent astrological weather at the time. What signals are you putting out? That is the focus of today's meditation. I want you to find someplace quiet where you will be left alone for 20 minutes. Do not meditate at your work desk, where you watch TV, play video games, or do any other task. Pick a spot that is only used for this practice. And do not meditate while driving. Close your eyes. Make sure your spine is straight. Place your hands on your thighs with your palms up. Take a breath in, then exhale. Bring your awareness to your physical body. Notice any discomfort tightness or aches. If there are any, acknowledge them. 
Place your mind in that spot. Take a breath. Then exhale. Allow the body to be still. If any thoughts arise, observe them and allow them to pass. If any memories arise, observe them and also allow them to pass. Visiting the not so big array. There is a modest sign. If you are not looking for it, you would totally miss it, except for the three radar dishes pointed at the various destinations of the heavens. You walk to the southernmost array. It is the oldest building in the facility. The displays have not been updated in decades. There is a casually dressed older fellow with a ratty looking badge that says, Official Volunteer for DC Array. He sees you and greets you. People are creatures of habit. They learn a trick, and they keep using that trick, long after it's outlived its usefulness. This array picks up that signal and displays it. He shows you to a room with a domed roof, a worn but comfortable chair at its center. Beautiful depictions of the constellations line the ceiling. You sit in a chair. He gets behind a control panel. He flicks a switch. The lights dim. The constellations and the ceilings grow brighter. You can hear the grinding gears of the array move. The chair also starts moving, clockwise. When the chair stops, you are facing a single constellation. All the other lights in the space fade into darkness, and all you see is the light of the constellation. The constellation grows bigger. You are entering it as if it was a tunnel. When you reach the other side, there is a scene. What is that scene? Walking to the Midheaven Array. It is a very professional looking facility. There are TV displays with up to the minute feeds from the Mars rover, James Webb Space Telescope, and other devices pointed to the heavens. There is a grad student with a smart suit and an official looking badge that says, Official Volunteer for the MC Array. People don't often realize what their most useful traits are. This is especially useful in their careers. If you are able to identify those traits and marry it to the correct career, you will have a powerful combination, for you will be working from a place that is natural to you. She shows you a room with a treadmill on it. She gets behind a control panel and flicks a switch. You are instructed to get on a treadmill and to walk leisurely. There is an unmodulated drone. Instead of seeing your heart rate on a treadmill display, you get a series of seemingly random words running across it. We are picking up a strong signal. Let's pick up the pace just slightly. The drone becomes a consistent tone. We've hit your stride. You hop off your treadmill. There is a single word flashing on the display. What is it? You 
We're walking to the Northern Array. It is a very modern looking facility. You walk in and the walls appear completely rounded. You cannot discern any hard edges in the space. There are no displays in the space, only soft colored lights that coo like birds when you touch them. There's an odd looking fellow dressed in a silvery jogging outfit. He has a holographic badge that says, Official Volunteer for AC Array. The odd fellow says, This array is focused at a point in your future that will lead you to your greatest achievement, based on where you are now in your development. The fellow leads you to a featureless room. There is nothing visible except a small illuminated circle on the ground. You stand in that circle. He steps behind a control panel. We are sending you into that future point now, and flicks a switch. There is an aperture above you that slowly opens. A flash of very strong light illuminates you, and you are shot upwards. Take a breath in, then exhale. Open your eyes. Write down all that you've experienced. Date it with episode number and title. Write it down, even if you don't understand it. As you spend the rest of the week, I want you to consider what was presented to you. Are the signals you are putting out serving a past or future self? I hope you receive benefit from this work. If it speaks to you, I hope you will stick around. Follow us on Twitter, sign up to Patreon, like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a thoughtful review. These actions help others to find a podcast. And as always, thank you for your support.